Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't You don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike Show I'm not. Yes, you and are. the Bulldog no, on WGR Sports Radio 550. Combine week. Wide receivers are all the uh, the talk. Noted draft analyst, esteemed draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah. I think at esteemed. Least, I think at, esteemed. At least noted. Works. Yeah. At least no, noted. I mean, people have made a note about him. Yeah. Noted. He's he's a he's a known analyst. Right. It's a name you know. Do you have to spend a certain amount of time being noted before you become esteemed? Is there a, a, a number attached to how many times you've been noted and then you graduate to esteemed? I, I, I think don't. esteemed, you've got you to have won something. Mm. Like a mock draft ranking. Okay. Mock drafter something. of the year. They have that. Sure, they, they do. They have a competition. People, somebody keeps track. Yeah, sure. Daniel Jeremiah, that's enough about him, has 12 receivers in his top 50. And in the last few minutes, Harrison's not going to run. The next guy is Malik Neighbors. He's not going to run. They think he's like 4-3, but he's not going to run. The third guy is mm-hmm. Odunze. I mean, that's just the consensus ranking. Most people have it like that order, top three. Uh, he is going to run. And this is, I mean, it's been a while since I've sat here, but one of these recent shows um, sort of had the thought, that like if you're a Bills fan, you might want to root against the guy you want. 
at the combine. Right, run like a four five five. If you believe he's a certain, you know, level of quality, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he'd be esteemed. I mean, young receivers usually that's not no. a label. Uh, no, but yeah, push him down to you. Push him down. Yeah. Would that would that be something you would subscribe to, like Brian Thomas, or somebody where you just sort of hope he bombs? Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. Although maybe he's not even like necessarily going to go early enough where. Really, it's the Odunze, maybe, is the one uh, where you just sort of hope they uh, don't run their best at the Combine, and then people start to ask questions. The the interesting, because that's just silly, the interesting thing, though, and this is, we've we've been on this, you tell me if you you ran away from it last week or something, I have no idea what you you did last week. Me either. Okay. You came in, though? Yeah, I was here. Okay, good. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, the show was, yeah, we did shows. Yeah. The thing that's interesting, of course, is if you have 12 in the top 50, like the record for, I think I saw maybe from Daniel Jeremiah, the record for receivers picked in the top 50 is 11. What should you want to do if you're picking at 28? I mean, there might it might even be a better question if you knew what the top 60 number was, not the top 50, because the Bills will have a second pick. Mm-hmm. You know, barring trades, which you do not want to do, uh, you know, because the Bills have made a lot of these trades. Yeah. In the top 60, then is it like 15? Is it still 12? Those trades usually don't cost you a second round pick, though. So you're probably going to have that second pick. I mean, unless they went way sure, up or no. something, right? It's usually a couple of spots and therefore like a mid-round pick or something gets that done for they, them. They give up their fourth to move up two spots in the right. first round, right? which I don't love. But that doesn't affect this. Although, in a way, it does. I mean, it's, I don't want to make the, the argument about trading up or trading down. It's just there is some sort of tiers, right? Like, some of these guys are really similar. We already know how hard it is to predict it. And if you have – you've got Harrison, Neighbors, Odunze, fourth overall, fifth overall, tenth overall, right? Top ten picks. Mm-hmm. Then I've got nine, you know – Theoretically, between 11 and, say, the end of round two, just to make it interesting. What should – it's back to what we bet on, whether you'd want to pick the receiver in the first round. If the – you know what I'm saying? Like, if the fifth best guy is comparable to the twelfth best guy, then I want to wait. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be – that's going to be something that we'll be, I think, debating for you know weeks, months. What do we? What do we got? We got a couple of months still, right? Oof. Um, I, I'm, I'll make it. Yeah, I'll no, make I'm it. confident. Two yeah, months. We've done it before. So um, yeah, I mean that's going to make a lot of sense to to debate whether or not you know they need to fill a different spot. Um, or, you know, it also depends on that. You know, like twelve in the top fifty. Is that a ranking or is that these are how many players I think are getting picked? Because that can right. be different. Like right. I, most people that I read are telling you Harrison's the top player in the draft. Right. But not our guy Chris Trapasso. He's he's got neighbors ahead of <laughs> of Harrison, I think, in his ranking. Spicy. Um but nonetheless, so like, you know, Twelve prospects rated in the top fifty is not the same as Daniel Jeremiah or any other analyst telling you there's going to be twelve receivers chosen in the top fifty. Good point. It could uh, happen that way. I suppose I did not know this nugget about there being previously a high of eleven. 
uh, in the top 50. But if you're just ranking players versus ranking or, or predicting draft landing spots, like those are different exercises. That's right, and that's critical to keep in mind. Receiver is a position, though, I think, where anybody could talk themselves into it. You know, it wouldn't be there wouldn't be 12 quarterbacks in the top 50 players, maybe ever, in a draft. But, you know, a handful of teams, half the teams maybe, would just never. But receiver, you've, you want to have mm-hmm. five, six guys who can play. It seems like it's almost unanimous that this is a very special year at that position. Some teams, even Tennessee, like t- teams, new coaches... This is the league, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost the same thing because of that point, I think, this year. The point you make about, is he predicting that they go in the top 50? No, he's not. He's predicting, he, he's not predicting anything. He is saying, in his opinion, 12 of the top 50 players, a quarter almost, of the top 50 players are wide receivers. Really, I was trying to do this a couple weeks ago, having some feel for <laughs> if the Bills can get what they want at 28, and... You know, if if you do it with this sort of an attitude, like go through the whole league and okay, I can see wide receiver there. If their people think that there's such a special opportunity to draft one, almost anybody could do it. Then you have the Ravens and the Chiefs behind the Bills mm-hmm. who probably seem like all are perfect reasonable candidates. candidates to do the same thing the Bills are looking to do. Um yeah, and so how many how many players like to me, the depth of the class can can be a favor to the Bills, um, and it also could could be I don't know I got to think of a way that it could be detrimental. But favorable would be you know once you get I, I, there's almost no question I think um, at least it would be surprising if either one of those top three guys made it out of the top ten. Let's say right, um, Doomsday Neighbors and Harrison Jr. So they go. And from, you know, 11 through 32, our team's going, well, you know, we need a tackle and there's not as many of those and we need a corner, but I've got all these receivers to pick from, so I'll just wait. And, you know, it's not to me far-fetched at all that the Bills could sit there at 28 and get the fourth receiver off the board. That's right. I've seen mock drafts that fall that way. Um, You know, if... There's some sort of a rush to them, and five or six of them, in addition to those top three, are are gone by 28. Then you know maybe it's not not maybe you haven't you know the, the glut of them hasn't necessarily done you a favor unless your guy is still, you know your favorite guy of that bunch is still there at 28. Then maybe you have to wait. You know like if they have their if they have their heart set on one of them right uh, the J- Thomas Jr. the LSU guy the other LSU guy, and he gets sniped at 25. Um, and the Bills don't get aggressive and move up to get him, and he they have a, a, a grade on him that's enough bigger, better than the next receiver, and there's two or three other positions that they're thinking about, then maybe they go the other direction and wait on receiver because there's not that much differentiating, in their opinion, this pool of receivers if they have a favorite and he, he disappears. If you think the Bills are sort of itching to get a receiver drafted like the, the if the bills are finally at a point maybe where everybody else you know like us the, the radio station has been for for a couple of years where they're like eager to do it they're totally trading up to do it don't you think like they, they do that anyway right 
It's a get your guy. It would hard, it would hardly be surprising team. if 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 they got if, you know if it gets to you know whatever the the the, the beyond pick twenty and they've got a guy again that they have elevated above. Say what you will about whether that's a great idea or not, but you know they've got grades, so they're stacked up. Yeah, I could see them. You know, giving up a fourth to move from <laughs> what, what did they do last year to get Kincaid? It was two two spots. They could do that again. Um, you know, maybe you know it just it's if they have their heart set on a guy like we we can sit here like I I, I might fine tune this, but there's any number of like four or five guys right now that I okay fine. You, you got that guy good. I'm I'm happy uh, that you made that pick. Thomas, the Oregon kid, Franklin, maybe Baker. Although I don't think you probably have to do him at twenty-eight, but we'll see how we'll see it shakes out once he runs. <laughs> right, right. Javon right. Baker, Javon Baker, Central Florida, um, Leggett, and maybe one of the whichever one of the Texas guys you might prefer, Mitchell. Yeah, Adonai, Adonai Mitchell. Right. I never. I'm never sure. I saw a stat on him. It's well. It's partly on him. From Scott Barrett, esteemed analyst Scott Barrett. He he tweeted, here's a list of all wide receivers drafted first two rounds that had fewer than four career 100-yard college games since 2014, last 10 years. Philip Dorsett, Devin Smith, Doriel Green Beckham, Marquise Lee, George Pickens, Kelvin Benjamin, Adonai Mitchell, Lad McConkie, Roman Wilson, Van Jefferson, Nicole Hardman. Three of those guys have not been drafted yet, but they're projected, mm-hmm. you know, at least in some places, second round. So Mitchell and McConkey and Wilson would all sort of be in the scary right, company. Right, right. Of that Did list, not like have... Pickens might be the only guy that, that jumps out at you as like, a, oh, that's a number one receiver. Yes, but he is still a question mark, yes. you know. Um, that's not Odell Beckham. That's Doriel Green Beckham. Like, it's just... Bust City yeah, right there, right. Uh, including Benjamin, frankly. Yeah. So that 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 is really, I think, the most interesting question that the Combine brings out is the measurables versus the production. Like, Nakua. I should refresh my memory on this. Like, so, so Puka Nakua lasts until the fifth round and then has the best, literally the best rookie wide receiver season of all time. Uh, with the Rams, and you know, you you try to find out like how does that how does that happen? And he did have like production. He did have um, maybe not the speed, or mm-hmm. I don't remember. I just remember I'm thinking of his name for this. Probably a, a thousand other good examples. Just I, I think that's really like the best question that the combine asks, if you will, is all right. So what is all this information worth? Somebody breaks records, you know, the three-cone drill or something like that. Right. What do you want to do? DK Metcalf. There's a there's one I can actually speak on. Uh, where Metcalf had that zero score in the one. The, agil- the agility. Like, he ran straight line very fast, but, like, you know, d- the three-cone drill, I think he was yeah. sloppy in. Yeah. So what's the lesson? Don't worry he, about the three-cone drill. <laughs> he's not the best receiver in the league, but... No, no but he's, he's that's good. a win. It certainly was great value for where he got drafted. Round two? Yeah. Maybe not great value, but good value. Yeah. All right. Also today, 
I, I mean, I think the, the, the combine, the first, just this just happened today. Uh, I felt like there wasn't really much being reported or said until like half an hour ago. And then like every, everybody is talking now, agents, everybody just got, like Sal was supposed to get there at three. Did everybody just get there at three? I, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not being franchise tagged, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. I had assumed the, this on all three of those guys. I mean, Henry... Even though two of the three were franchised last year. Yes. Right? Barkley and Jacobs. Were and both. it went badly for... Yes. Th- those were predictably bad decisions. I make it sound so easy. You know, the these ha- these are productive players, you know, core guys on teams. It, it, you know me, like, it just I would never want to pay the running back what those dollars look like, but it's easy to say that, and... You know, not right. I mean, it's easy to say that. Right, you've got a guy on your team that rushed for fifteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns last year, and you're gonna let him go for nothing. Right, which is what you should do. But like Saquon it's, Barkley, it's hard, it's hard to do. Is kind of the Giants. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's hard to do. Derrick Henry literally said goodbye to the fans on the field at their last game. Right. <laughs> he he, got, he went back out from the locker room, got a microphone, and said goodbye to the fans. So. Pretty sure he wasn't going back there. Uh, cool op- opportunities for those two those two players' backups, um, Spears in Tennessee and uh, Zamir White, who was college in the college backfield at Georgia with James Cook for Vegas. All right, so the combine. One thing we'll talk about today, as we've been doing, eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. Uh, Sal is arriving and he's scrambling because. You have Sean McDermott coming up next hour. We don't know exactly when, and we'll talk to Sal maybe after that or some point uh, later this afternoon. This is an old email. I was not here last week. This is from Wednesday, but Bet Online put out ten or twenty players who their next team will be if they aren't on the team they're currently on. The Bills are all over this list. I read, so I, read, I read this whole thing on the air. You did? No, I didn't. It's The Bills are all over this list. I mean, it, it's fine. They are really good. They're missing a piece or something, you know? Like, you could take Kelvin Ridley and be like, okay, well, that's, that's logical. Yeah. The cap might be a, a, an obstacle in all this, but yeah. <laughs> they are all over this list. <laughs> it's so good. Almost everybody. Uh, not not Diggs. Diggs, he's listed, but you know the Bills. He already plays for the Bills. Also, not Baker Mayfield. The Bills came in very low yeah. as a candidate to sign Baker Mayfield. And they're not the. I, I did look at this email. I, as I recall, they weren't the top choice for anyone, but they were in the top two or three for a few guys. That's exactly right. Yeah, top, running, like, couple Ridley of running backs, or I don't even remember now. Ridley, their fourth. Yeah. Michael Pittman, their sixth. Mike Evans, their fifth. You know, just. Guessing with the odds here. Barkley. Give me the running backs, too. I mean, Barkley's number was what? Like $14 million? That's, Those guys? That's, that, the, tag that's what the franchise tag number is this year, yes. $14 million. $14 million. <clears throat> So that's insane. Right? Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the Bills could have a conversation about Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler. Like, there's all these known, uh, noted, mm-hmm. esteemed running backs here in the pool. And, you know, it's not just wild for me to think the Bills could want to add one of them. I think it's wild. They're just, as a compliment to uh, Cook, they wouldn't They wouldn't sign I, any of those guys? I, I 
I mean, I, everything depends on price, but I think Jacobs, Barkley, Derrick Henry, maybe Eckler too, would all be perceived as coming in on top of Cook. And I don't think they're going to do something like that. Well, the Bills would not do that. They would make that clear. Because, really, you have to go through the whole league, I guess. Um, Houston might be... Singletary is a free agent, too, I think. Mm -hmm. Houston might be a team where Baltimore is talked about for Henry. Like, where it would be no question that the player would do that. Because there isn't a guy who just finished fourth in the league in rushing on that team. But I just don't think that, you know, I've always been sort of negative on Cook. I, I don't think the plan should be to just push his workload up further. He's just not big, you know? Like, he didn't. He, he did stay on the field. Yeah, he did I don't stay think on the they field. need to push his workload up further. I guess it, it depends on, I, like, I would take, for, for all the time we've talked about how they finished the season and sort of juxtaposing that against how they talked about what they want to be moving forward after the season ended, explosive plays, win by passing, all that stuff. Of course, their actions during the season, during the actual games, were the opposite of that. And so if if they found it either tactically uh, smarter, in their opinion, or just more convenient to add running back rather than receiver and and stylistically want to continue to be one of the if not the run heaviest team in the league <coughs> excuse me then i could see one of those moves to work in tandem um, and, and i do think that they will right. want to be that way and i don't so their actions maybe will lend us some clues it doesn't have to be i mean but i i think certainly if they if they reached out to a big name running back to bring in here to have a timeshare with James Cook, that would be a sign that they they want to continue on the path that they started down in you know whatever it was late November or early December. Those guys are all different, and so that's important to to re- remember. Um, they're not all going to get the same money. Some Derrick Henry might still have a lot to give. Like he didn't exactly st- he didn't he, he didn't have the season Eckler did or Pollard did where. Pollard actually ramped a little bit back up, but both those guys were like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. Henry didn't have that season. Um, so within that group of famous running backs, there will be a range as to like what they can get on the market. And, you know, there's a chance to win here, if that matters. But Cook averaged over 18 carries in their last six games, including the playoffs, where he went. For- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For 18 in both games. And I just would not want the Bills to expect that. You know, why I say increase is for a while this year I mean it wasn't 18 a car- 18 carries a game until late in the year you saw Murray and you saw Damian Harris or you know Ty Johnson these other guys cut into it a little bit more and they were throwing more which is probably the more important point well I think rather than end up at one of those names and paying even if it's some bargain rate because you convince the guy that he's got a chance to win a ring and he thinks that sounds really great and so I'll come to the Bills for $6 million or something. Um, which, you know, I, I wouldn't want to rule that out considering how volatile that marketplace has been for running backs. Um, you know, maybe they play a waiting game and it lasts until training camps get here and they start signing these deals because it's the best they can do. Kind of like what eventually happened last year. Uh, certainly to Eckler anyway. He just, you know, okay, I found him coming back. Um, yeah. But I, I, I would expect they augment their running back room from from the bargain bin with guys that are, you know, certainly names that you would know playing fantasy and, and maybe the average football fan would know them sort of like the way you knew Latavius Murray. Um, but someone younger than that and, like, maybe they signed two of those guys because right now what, where are we at? I mean, I don't see a way that Hines is on this roster at $5 million or, or whatever close to his salary number. That's preposterous. they they got to do something about that, I think. So they're going to have an opportunity for all the talk about remaking the receiver position. It, it could be that Cook is kind of like the last man standing here. Murray's a free agent. Harris is a free agent, was injured. Don't know if he's even going to continue his career. Ty Johnson's a free agent. Uh, to me, Ty Johnson's a candidate to come back. Sure. And another guy like him, maybe a bigger guy, and I'm done. Like, that's that's what I – maybe they draft a guy, and, that, and that, that's that's one of these pieces too. Round six, they have three picks in, right. in uh, round six. 803-0550 if you want to join us. It's close enough to the draft. It's going to be a very drafty week with the combine. You're going to hear about three-cone drills and all kinds of different uh, stats from the top college players. Sal's there. We'll get to Sal as we go today. Plus, we'll plan on carrying Sean McDermott whenever he goes, probably next hour, maybe as soon as four. So don't uh, miss that. Lines are open for you. What do you want from the draft? All these different topics. Free agency. We'd love to know. We'll get into some Sabres as well. Uh, another win. Another win. Three. Did I miss the first three game? That well, win you, and well you're back for it. You're, it was just yesterday. Totally. They won their third I've been in a row waiting for, for the them first time three. all year, so you're, you're here just in time to yes. celebrate it with us. And a letter from the owner to the fans. We'll talk about as well. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, thanks for listening. This is WGR. 
thought he was great. You know, he played 20-plus minutes, scored a goal, but he, he was really good all the way through. And, you know, you, you sometimes when a guy's out, you know, you don't see him and, and you miss him. It, and I can tell you on the bench, you know, there were lots of moments today where like, whew, is it nice to have him in the lineup. Don Granado and the Sabres, winners of three in a row, off to the team. Sean McIndoe considers the best in the league right now, Florida, uh, tomorrow night. We'll get to your calls and get back into the Sabres. You mentioned, that's about Owen Power, by the way. Uh, talking about minutes. You know that Darlene is on a streak? He's on a heater, yeah. 39 or 30 minutes or 29 minutes on average, like a number of games in a row. You've got it. I'll stop speculating. Six straight, not even average, six straight where he's reached 29 in all six. Carlson, eight years ago, is the last player to do that. Hmm. Like, that's a lot. Overtime last night helps a little bit. Right. But he is carrying it. They still have a long way to go for for the playoffs. I mean. 11 points. 11 points. Tampa is holding down the second wild card currently. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the teams in front of you to climb over point. So yay, three games in a row for the first time. It took you until you know late February to do that, and your prize is you really haven't gained any ground. Yeah, you put it like, you put it like that. Let's <laughs> talk about a new scoreboard. You put it like that. New roof, new roof season. Ryan is with us. Hi, Ryan. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Good. I got a question for you guys. So Brandon Bean has never drafted a wide receiver in the first two rounds. But do you think he's going to change this season or this draft class? I just want to hear your opinions. That's all. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I recognize that he hasn't done it. Um, I don't want to necessarily say that he hasn't done it. So therefore, he'll do it because it's time. Um, but I'm I'm taking at face value how they talked about their team when the season ended. And knowing that they, you know, recognize that they try to say everything that's going to please everyone uh, at these things, uh, you know, these availabilities they have. And that, that's going to happen again today. We're waiting on McDermott today, and I think tomorrow Bean will talk again. So uh, maybe there'll be more emphasis and more dissecting of what he said. But I think it's just time. They're losing a starting player on the outside. Diggs is aging out eventually on them. They need to replenish. So I think that they'll sign some sort of veteran to take Davis's spot in case they're rookie, in case the draft doesn't fall the way they necessarily want it to. But I'd be stunned if they don't get a receiver by Friday night of the draft. And that's rounds two and three. So, I mean, I'm giving myself a little room there. But I think they'll do it in round one if, you know, if they're not all gone. I think it would be also incredible if they did not have a wide receiver by Friday. I think there's a fine argument for doing it Friday and not Thursday. You you sort of laid it out earlier where, well, what? how many good defensive tackles are there? How many good, you know, edge rushers, whatever. And I think there's a pretty good chance – not great, but a good chance that the, the draft will go that way and the Bills will see the defensive player as much better value. And they've, they've certainly done that before. That's kind of the caller's point. Like why would this year be different? Why it would be different is you what you just said, which is their team is different. So there's like they, they need a starter at right. that position. You know, arguably two. 
And that has not been the case. You know, that last year they, they you know, finessed it, if you will, with Kincaid in, in that way. But they have not needed a starting player. Right. They had Davis. They knew they had Davis. And they obviously had Diggs. And so, you know, you could you could have done something sooner at slot. But like you said, they finessed it with Kincaid. That was, you know, that was the plan to start the years. He's the slot guy. And eventually we got to Shakir in that role. And I hope that's where we end up moving forward. What they're going to do with their two tight ends moving forward is, you know, those are those are pieces to consider and move around the board. But they yeah, they, they need a starter and an eventual replacement for Diggs. And I don't know, like, I made the point last year about an eventual replacement for Diggs, but they did not need a starter. So I think those two things now converging uh, on this draft are why I think it'll be different. Yeah, and this another way to put all that is that this is a year, unlike others recently, where they need to, to fill holes with the draft, you know, a, a couple of years ago or three years ago, it wasn't easy to, to find holes. Their best guys were in their prime or young and you didn't really have anything glaring to do. Good thing. Cause you're drafting late, but you know, Edmonds last year was that when they lost Edmonds really like now that's defensive line again, that could be the secondary again, that's wide receiver with Davis. Um, and maybe there'll be another position by that time where, they're going to have to look for. They're going to need to look for somebody to fill a hole. You know, they're they're not. We what what have we had with the draft in recent years? How do you beat the Chiefs? And that's that's obviously still the question. You know, how do you beat the Chiefs? Because <laughs> yeah. they haven't beat the Chiefs when it when it has mattered. But you know, that's sort of a kind of luxury mindset where you're looking for a certain skill set or matchup. You know, Rousseau. You're looking for somebody that you think can help you win this one game because you're that good mm-hmm. that you can – I'm overstating it, but you're that good you can really look at the draft and be very particular. And while there still is the how to beat the Chiefs problem, I don't think this is a year where the Bills can be that particular. They are going to have their preferences and draft their players just the same, but more um, out of necessity to, to – have players in this draft show up and contribute uh, right away. Getting connected with our fans, brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. <laughs> Sorry, is that rust? Is it rest or rust? Shop online at <laughs> northtownkia.com. I've not done a lot of talking in recent days. Or uh, it, today, eating. Oh, that, that, we're, we're, we're into that? Today is the first day of my... Weight loss program, my first ever. What are what are the rules? Oh, I'm excited about it. That sound does not uh, <laughs> properly <laughs> connote how I'm feeling about this. I'm really excited for it, and I treated last week like it was my last week, kind of. You're you're like, I, you're like Eric Wood and Richie Incognito on Thanksgiving yes. Eve, yes, <laughs> loading up. I day drank and watched curling for nine days in a row, sitting around. Like I just did not have a very active week. Um, this Awaken One Eighty. You're starting to hear the name of the company on the station. I don't have ads to do today. That won't start until next week. I think they want to see how, I'm, how I do the first week, but it's <laughs> it's their food mostly. It's their food. All right. You know, it's timed. It's no carbs. One of those uh-huh. vegetables. Um, it's very, it's very exciting. I'm loving the science of it and sort of getting started. In fact, I have these, this snack, the snack right here. I have to eat before four. 
Okay. It's 3.40. What am I going to eat? Now you got a break coming up. I've got to do it during the what, break. What is that exactly that you have? Like the there? snack? Yeah. What is that? Is that like they're called, beans or something? They're called Ranch Crisps. Okay. All right. And I don't know how they're going to taste because I've never had these. All right. Everything I've eaten today has been, except for what I made, which, by the way, to maybe help it not sound like it's terrible, I mean, I'm, to- I'm telling you I'm excited. <laughs> I-, I made chicken wings for lunch. You're allowed to do that. I'm allowed to do that. All right. Six. All right. Half a pound. It's a fine number. Sure. With hot sauce, butter. All right. Ooh, butter. Yeah. And vegetables. <laughs> they want you to not... Don't worry about the butter. It's kind of like that. All right. Well, I like it not, I like it more all the time. Not, not the official <laughs> statement or wording. Don't worry about the butter. No. It's <laughs> not their tagline for the ads. No. <laughs> well, I don't know for sure because I haven't done any ads yet. That's, that's next week. All right. But, um, you know, I'll... I don't usually eat anything during shows. I'm, I'm never. I'm never hungry mm-hmm. during the show. I'll eat at one and then eat yeah. sometimes, yeah. but not even a lot. Like, I, I'm not in a good one reason why this is so important to me. I'm not in a good, not and good, for many years, I've not been in a good, you know, you know good routine. structure around your uh, dietary habits. Yeah. Right. No, you just end up eating out. Like, I'll go from here. So one of my kids practices and then wait for them and then drive them home. And then it's nine and, or even later, sometimes it's 10 at, after that. Uh-huh. And you just know, you don't want to be eating chicken Parmesan or something at nine thirty. <laughs> right. Like doesn't, doesn't work. So I'll have a beer or something and it fills you up a little, but that's not healthy just to sort of yeah, no. stop there. No. So yeah, that's what, that's what we're going with. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. They, I, I don't know. I'm not going to try to make excuses. Uh, a lot of my habits 
need to change. And like I'll drink coffee, never eating, but almost always we'll have coffee during the show because I feel like I like how it sort of gets me going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to have to stop. And I don't know. I hope I don't become like just whatever. I was going to say sedentary, but you already are sedentary. So no, I, I mean like <laughs> too grouchy. Oh, right, right. You yeah. know how it can affect yeah, your mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I think I have the just just the right amount of grouchy right. doing this, yeah. but I don't want to get you know to a point where like I'm I'm battling that. Who's more qualified to talk about health habits than, than oh, myself? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, no. who who really would you ever want to be listening to other than <laughs> me talk about this? Right. I ate bean sprouts with the wings. Okay. My wife said she's never seen anybody do that. Bean sprouts as a side with wings? As a side with anything. Yeah. Not on a salad right. or with something else. But I bought a bag, like the mm-hmm. ready-to-eat washed bean sprouts. I think I have eaten those right out of the bag. Didn't hate it. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Not a lot of nutritional value. No. They keep you from being but hungry but is you're, all they're doing. But you're, you're occupying yourself by, by, you know, just, yeah, it, it works. Oh, I should check on these peppers. The peppers are still here. Nobody's taking them. I don't know. They're, I have to see if they're approved. <laughs> For your diet? <laughs> okay. Probably not. Right? No, hot peppers, I think, are. But these might be in like sugar or something, and yeah, that would be a have, can't have that. That would yeah. be a deal breaker. No. We expect to hear from Sean McDermott next hour. Sal Capaccio as well from Indianapolis. We don't know exact times yet. Everybody's sort of getting there today and working it out. McDermott. One reason it's this way today. I just read this. Um, I don't know how big of a topic it's been, but the competition committee role meant that he would be talking today instead of tomorrow. Because they have meetings uh, tomorrow. But that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd like to be on that it's committee. It's status. Yeah. I, I'd do it. Sure. I have many things to offer in that committee. Yeah. Competition committee. I, I would just quit if they really got, like they did a few years ago, reviewing pass interference off the ground at all. Like, you guys, you have to know how ill-fated this mm-hmm. is going to be. And they didn't, or they just did know that, and they did it anyway to look good. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. What Replay we did there. is still the worst. How about the Carolina hand pass goal last night? That didn't count. They got that on the ice, though, right? Like they, they, they without a review, they they knew that. I think they apparently they couldn't review it. Oh, okay. It's now, not, I I don't know that. I assumed that. Okay, because there was no process. The referee went over to Brindamore, and Brindamore is like screaming at him. He's, he basically had the had the look of nothing I can do. You know, like we can't. I'm not sure I'm right about that. That might, but that, that sounds right to me. Glo- a gloved pass in the offensive zone is not re- like whether it led to a goal is not reviewable. Like we, I saw it, I blew it dead. That's it. But that's so bad. Yeah. Like why would a play like that? I think if it's directed into the net, you can review it. Like if oh, okay. it, like if a glove somebody used their glove and there's some debate about because I've seen that reviewed, but I guess if it's a pass from one player to another, that's just that's a whistle and that's it. It's always the worst because the the simple point is I don't need to tell you if you're going to have replay at all, it should be available. Which the my takeaway is don't have it at all, right? Because you can't get it right often enough. And here was one where it looked pretty obvious. There was not a glove pass on that play. And the Sabres got away with it. Because replay doesn't 
just we we don't we can't have that. We, mm. we, we there's it's not in the, it's not on the list. So uh, replay always. That was a fun game last night for them. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, it just it wasn't the, you know the highest three two final with the shootout, but. Um, I thought that was really good energy and just a really well played, fun game. There were big chances and big saves, and it was a lot of highlights. I, I, I felt. Would so. you Would you call it in retrospect a tent pole event? Would I don't you? know that I'd go that far. No, I'd never was, heard was, that was, term was, until today. Just a game. I'd ne- I had you know that had you known that term tent pole event? I've heard it used. I don't know that I've heard it used to describe you know, standalone hockey events, which I assume is what that means. The draft, the all-star game, uh, heritage class, like outdoor games. I think those are your tent poles. Um, They're adding in place of the all-star game next year, right? This four nations. And I think a lot of fans are speculating that that's going to be the, the the tent pole. Um, Cause I don't know what else it could be like the, there's no all-star game next year to begin with, not that you couldn't have that down the road. The draft is being downsized. Like they're blowing it out in Vegas at the sphere this year. And then it's becoming more like the NFL draft in that teams won't travel with their parties to the draft, like their management and scouts and all that. So winter classic was announced already. Right. And it would make sense if Buffalo is ever going to host another one of those games that you wait until the new stadium is open, I, I think, rather than jam it into the new – not that you couldn't have it at the current stadium, but it just feels like you're, you're going you're gonna to maybe get one of those when you get the new stadium online. What about going to Europe? Let's hope that doesn't count. I, 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 I think it could count, but – and I don't know this. I'm a little tangled up on whether that was formally announced or not. I, we know about it. So to to allude to that in a in a message to your fans like you've got this to look forward to that would not be good PR to me for the Sabres to like sort of promote to their Ugh. fans we've got this event coming it's going to be exciting and it's something that you know we we already heard about 2 weeks ago and it's in like Germany or wherever it is or Prague right like, what, not, what can I do with that that doesn't do anything for me so i i think it's almost got process of elimination i think it's maybe this four nations thing well that would be good yeah i think so Almost regardless of what country's games we get. Tajikistan. Mm. Oh, he's back on the t- the countries. You got me back into the countries. Tuvalu. U.S. versus Tuvalu. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, at 803-0550. Combine week. Get ready for a lot of updates, maybe some even meaningful, on how prospects are looking, uh, working out in Indianapolis. Sal Capaccio and a press conference with Sean McDermott. Ahead. This is WGR. Right now, be caller 5 at 716-221-4WGR-4947 to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold with Poppy and Sullivan King. KeyBank Center, March 6th. That's next week. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation. It is so nice out. I want to say something like, has it ever been this nice out in February? But, I, you know, you, you could look that up. It just seems very unusual. Yeah. Sunny and warm all the time. Yeah. Or at least sunny. Just the sunny part is rare. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've, had, we've had, you know, early March nice days, right? Mario Williams uh, going back to, what is that, 2012? Uh, or Maybe thirteen, whatever. In there, it was eighty degrees. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, and you know, it's a few weeks later than it is now. But yeah, this week looks <laughs> very weird. Like it's sixty, sixty, 
25 and then back to <laughs> Thursday is looking like kind of a, <laughs> a day to not plan on golfing outside, I think, I would say, with the forecast. But every day around it is like in the 50s or even 60s. Still all found money. Oh, yeah. I mean, who's ever playing golf at all in February? Right. You know there's a match tonight? No. I didn't either. It just happened to be on X uh, earlier today. I had not, not heard a word about it. I would say these are my two favorite golfers at this time. McElroy and Homa. You like Homa? I do. Hmm. I like him a lot. Okay. You know why? You're looking at me like I shouldn't. No, I just... Every time I've backed him on anything, he's Uh, not... He hasn't really really made out. He he did... I don't know anything about him personally, like if he's just this awful Mm -hmm. guy or something. I apologize for not knowing that. I don't know. I don't mean to... I'm not alluding to anything like that. I have no idea anything about him. But he did the thing that wins me over in golf, and that was be good at the Ryder Cup. Oh, Okay. Like, that guy, he was great at the Ryder Cup. And every one of these Ryder Cups, the American team is just so flat. It's just, like, so weird for them or something to play that mm-hmm. format. And Europe just comes out and kicks their butts every time. But Homa was tough in that. So it's Rory McIlroy, Max Homa, Lexi Thompson, Rose Zhang. Okay. Two men, two women, uh, 6.30 tonight. Somewhere on in the, the on e. in the desert or something. Somewhere probably. Where, where's this? Where's this? Where's this being played? Under the lights. Okay. The Park West Palm. You've played it. Have you uh, played the Park West? I'll put Palm? it. I'll put it on the list to do with the simulator next time if it's if it's available. Right. I played. I played St Andrews on Saturday <laughs> on the simulator. <laughs> Poor John Gale could knock it out of some of those bunkers. I believe it. <laughs> it's TNT tonight, by the way. It's a twelve-hole skins game under the lights. All right. That's not available to me then. Right. I don't have that channel. Same. Yeah. Tough times. Not watching the match. I guess not. Sal is has checked in from Indianapolis. Sean McDermott, maybe Sal thinks as early as 4.15 with um, whatever he's got to say at the Combine in Indianapolis. We'll be covering that all week. Sal is there, and we look forward to that next hour. Sal will join us following the head coach. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.